Troops, here we are. It's the Eagle Podcast, and I'm delighted to be joined by Smoke and Joe Maposa. Joe, how are you doing, mate? <laughs> how are we doing, John? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you, mate. How about yourself? Oh, I'm fantastic. Um, first of all, thanks very much for coming on the show, and uh, congratulations on your last bout. Um, we've just talked about it off-air, but um, you made the art of fighting look, look incredibly easy. Um, how'd you do it? <laughs> um... To be honest, I think it's all just all about the, 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 the learning, the practice, you know, behind it, the training camp. We've yeah. been training for eight weeks um, for that uh, particular contest, you know, and it's all about just listening to, to my coaches, really. Um, every time I'm going back in the corner, you know, we have that minute break where we, we get instructions fired at us and you just have to <laughs> absorb as much as you can in that time, get your breath back and back to work again. You must keep yourself physically fit. Um, all year round, as a as someone who wants to be uh, a professional fighter, a pro fighter, um, discipline uh, and all of these things are very key. How do you, as a young man, how do you keep yourself so focused, away from distractions of, uh, you know, things that take people off off track? Yeah, for myself, ever since I was, you know, at a young age when I first started boxing, um, I just had a, a real passion for the sport, and yeah. I just always tried not to let let things on the outside, you know, um, get in the way of, of my yeah. dream. Um, to be a champion, um, ultimately, that, that's the end goal. And um, obviously, we all have friends, we all have downtime and everything like that. But yeah. I think it's, um, it, it, it is work in a way, but it's not work. It, it's something that I do enjoy. But I look at it more um, in the long term. I want it to be sort of my future. Um. It, I think it certainly will be, Joe. Um, I, I watched the fight that you posted on LinkedIn, and we'll we'll get on the LinkedIn in a minute. Um, and your movement and, and the way you were just so relaxed in the ring, even for someone like me who's not a, a a boxing sort of expert, I can see that you're just very, very at home in the ring. Um, how do you? Does that change every time you have a certain fight, or, or did you just feel really comfortable fighting the guy you were fighting at the time? Yeah, um, it's all, it's all about different styles, like you said there. Yeah. You know, when you when you come up against um, different opponents, you just have to you have to adapt and change the game plan. Mm. Like, uh, my last fight, it was more or less the guy was quite strong. He was quite tough, um, and we just didn't have to mix in with him. You know, we just right. had to um, just score the points and keep moving, score the points, get hit, hit and not get hit, which is the yeah, um, the name of the, the game, and <laughs> <laughs> that that's it. That's it. And, um, that's all I try to do. Just listen to the coaches and um, and rack those points up, and we got another victory. Just from like a psychological point. Now, everyone I think um, experiences sort of fear and, and is scared. And I remember um, listening to Chris Eubanks talk about fighting Nigel Ben at the sort of peak of their powers, saying that he was terrified of the man. And I thought it was very, very honest thing to say to admit that you're scared of your opponent. Now. When you go in there for, with someone for the first time, what's sort of going through your head until the first punch, until you feel their power, what are you thinking in, in your mind? For me, yeah, it's interesting you say that. I've always I've spoken to my partner about this as well because she was very interested to find out what's going through, going through my head at that time um, before we sort of um, link horns. Mm. For me, it's always... Just all always about oh, what's the first step I'm gonna do? What's the first move I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. make? The first um, first first punch I'm gonna throw or first defense I'm gonna make just to just to make sure that he doesn't hit me and I'm scoring my points. 
Yeah, so yeah. this is all about the steps going through my head, right? I'm going to step in the ring, I'm going to throw the jab, or I'm going to throw the backhand, and then yeah. he might do this, and then I'm going to do that. So I'm just trying to think um, three steps ahead, in a way, oh. really, just so things flow nicely. And and on the ring walk and everything around you, does do, do you actually hear anything or say anything? I've, I've heard boxers talking before about, I didn't really notice this, and I didn't really notice that. I was just sort of focused on what I had to do. Um has anything ever sort of caught your eye, or are you are you that tunnel visioned on the in the task in hand? I'm always yeah, always just just tuned in. As soon as the the ring walk music goes on, it's like um, you just get this this feeling going through your body, and everything else on the outside you, you just block it out somehow. And it's it's all about just you know A to B. I've got a job to do now. I need I need to get 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 my head screwed on, and it's time to go to work. Wow, I think that's a that's a great thing. Before the fight, um, what do you do? Do you listen to music? Do you listen to podcasts? Or, or what do you do? Is there anything you've got, like a set routine? Yeah, um, before the fights, we, we always just try and stay relaxed, really. Try and stay relaxed during the day. I'll, I'll go for, for some nice food, mm. um, health, nice healthy lunch. Um, I'll have a sleep even. I just start, try and stay as relaxed as possible. Save my energy just for that ring, that wow. ring time. Um, just before I leave for the venue, I'll throw on some Roy Jones Jr. on the YouTube or <laughs> right. some uh, Floyd Mayweather or something like that, just to give me a little bit of inspiration because you never know. Sometimes you pick up things and then um, all of a sudden you're doing it. You're doing it in the ring. So wow. I've always um, I've always stuck to that routine. Now, just before I leave for the venue, I'll get some some old boxing tapes on. Right, so are you watching sort of stuff on YouTube and, and, and sort of seeing what, obviously the, the people that you mentioned there are obviously um, massive in the, in the boxing sort of world. Um, is that who you sort of look to emulate or, or, or is Smoke and Joe, is he making his own future and he, he's going to be his own style and his own man? Yeah, yeah, I think um, Smoke, Smoke and Joe is going to be my own sort of style, you know, my own yeah. sort of label. But um, I, I always think... The fight is the like likes of Roy Jones Jr. and the move. It's the speed that always caught mm. my eye. You know how how fast they're moving in the ring and how how they can throw their punch and then defend um, without getting hit, sort of thing. That 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 was what's always inspired me, and um, and I'll I'll, I'll always um, try and uh, sort of be the same way. I, I think Joe, one thing that's always fascinated me about boxing is the psychological warfare. How how it how it starts long before you even get to the ring. Um, mannerisms of what certain boxers used to do. I mean, for me, I, I used to sort of love watching Chris Eubanks um, senior. Um, he's like, the way he conducted himself, it was all this big show. And it was yeah, kind it was. of unseen <laughs> of, in boxing in that time of always, you know, big smart suits and speaking, um, in a certain manner and doing things in a certain way. And I, I thought, you know, psychologically, he would have beaten a lot of people long before he even got to that ring. Obviously, he was a fantastic boxer, hard of a lion, you know, all in great attributes that you need to be a boxer. But there's a difference, isn't there, between a, a great boxer and, and, a, and a good boxer. Uh, yeah. And I'm just wondering, yeah. as you go up the ladder, um. I think that will become more apparel. Do you know what I mean? Like you will get yeah. people who maybe want to showboat with you, maybe want to start the old psychological warfare. How do you sort of counter that? Um, yeah, I see what you're saying there. 
um, there's always going to be people who will try and sort of get in your head, you know, try and mm. beat you mentally before you even get in the ring. Yeah. And I think for myself, it's just all about just staying focused, just staying focused and remembering that as soon as we get in that ring, <laughs> he's got he's got two he's got two arms, he's got two legs, just like me. So, you know, everything else, it, it doesn't matter really. What, what goes on around closed doors, it doesn't matter. All that yeah. matters is... Soon as as soon as the bell goes, it's just me and you, and we have to go to war. The mm. best man will win in the ring, you know. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people they are getting that way now. Even social media, they're using it to sort of, you know, send send out attacks just before <laughs> you even get in the ring. And um, it's good. It's good for the public. It it gets them all interested. It all it gets them sort of tuned into the sport. But um, the 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 real thing where it matters the most is in the ring. Yeah. Um, no, uh, absolutely. And now that's interesting. That obviously you've got um, a great sort of social media presence. And I think the first time I noticed you was on LinkedIn. And then when I sort of checked you out, I was like, "Wow, this lad's uh, changing the game here." Like he's, you know, that's a that's a very business move to make straight away. And is that something that someone's instructed you from sort of your management level, saying, "Look, you, you know, you need to be thinking about the package, the you know, the, the complete show." And where did, where did that come from? No, it was from a, a good friend of mine actually called called Steve Gordon. Um, he he originally mentioned, you know, the whole LinkedIn business and you know really being more uh, proactive on social media, Twitter, yeah. and just um, sort of linking in with the right people and um, to sort of try and get them to follow your journey because yeah. uh, that's what we need as pro boxers. We need we all need support anyways in in any ways where it could be sponsorship or or just generally people buying tickets. So. Um, I think it's the social media is massive now and, and just trying to sell yourself as a professional boxer. I, I think you, you, you know, you, you're spot on there. Um, social media and professional media, um, obviously LinkedIn, you're at the very start of your sort of rise to the top. And I think if you take those people with you, when you get there, you will have this um, loyal, loyal fan base who've sort of seen you grow. Um, and from what I can see on LinkedIn, you, you know, you do really well. You, you, you comment on lots of other people's stuff. You're very, you're very active. You're very personal as well. You know, you, you know, when I sort of first started talking to you, you were very engaging, which I think yeah. is what we need to be um, in the world. I think the moment you believe you're on hype, that you, you're in the stratosphere, I almost think it's over for you. Um, and, and, it, and it's great to see like a young man like yourself just, you know, out there do, doing big things and, and representing for, for your club. Uh, do you have another uh, fight lined up? Anything in the pipeline or is it just all TBC at the moment? Um, yeah, at the moment, everything is just obviously all up in the air with um, what's happening, you know, with the uh, coronavirus <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, a few shows, I know they're in jeopardy. Yeah. Um, Matchroom have announced that possibly the shows might be 50-50 whether they're on or off. Mm. Um, I know Frank Warren had a few dates sort of lined up in the pipeline for early April, um, May yeah. time as well, but just don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm, I'm just I'm sort of yeah, negotiating yeah. terms of my contract and we'll see where we go from here now. I, I think uh, I think it's important that we, it, it, and I don't want to turn this into the Corona show, it's not, but I think it's important that... Um, <laughs> Hardship is good, and I believe it's good that we're having hardship at the moment, um, because it, it 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 rounds you off, doesn't it? It makes you it makes you tough. Um, yeah. 
it's no different than 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 being a, a boxer. Do you know what I mean? A boxer has to be physically and mentally tough. And if you get things your own way all the time in life, then you'll never be you'll never be tough. And when that tough moment comes, and it comes to all of us, um, you take the body shot and you're on the floor. You know, and you and you don't get <laughs> you don't get back up, do That's you? That's it. You don't That's get it. back That's up. That's very true. Um, so at the moment, the way I see it is the world is taking body shots, and it's about how resilient we are as a people to say, well, I'm going to go down, but I am definitely getting back up. But moving on from that, um, you, you signed with Frank Warren Boxing, obviously, um, that's that's massive. How did that come about? Um, with the Frank Warren Promotions, um, yeah. there's there's uh, two guys from my gym who originally used to train there, Josh and Callum Leather. Oh, I don't well. know if you recognise the names. Yeah, yeah. yeah I do, yeah. Um, Josh was a IBF champion at the time. Yeah, and they were they were both signed to Frank Warren. So oh wow! It was a um, case of just my, my coach Imran Naim. He sort of put the feelers out there. Or oh, we've got this kid there, Joe Mposa. Yeah, uh, he's got a good amateur background. You know, he's boxed on Team GB. Yeah. you know, all over the world and stuff like that. So, would you be looking to to do anything with him? And at the time, I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think, oh, I was ever going to get signed to such a you know a yeah. promotional outlet. And then a few weeks later, we get the phone call. We were on, you know, things are good. And then just took off from there, really. My professional journey started and I've never looked back since. Wow. Um, and uh, obviously you've met him, have you? You've met Frank Warren? Yeah, yeah, on a few occasions. You nice. Know. <laughs> He's a very busy man. <laughs> I'm sure he's uh, Tyson Furies and yeah. you know, all, the, all, all the world champions who are there now. But it, it's good for me because it gives me that sort of... Gives me, uh, it lets me know that I need to work myself to get up there. You know, I'm I'm not quite there yet, um, but my my time will definitely come. Yeah, uh, we we talked about it just before we went live, um, and I sort of now want to talk about it a little bit more in depth. Um, your last fight, the guy who you fought, um, there was a moment in the fight, and I think anyone who listens to this can sort of go back and, and watch it. Um, he calls you on, and um, not because he really wants to take you on. But because he wants to change the fight into his, into what he wants, which is he wants a he wants a dog war. Do you know what I mean? He wants to start training big shots because he knows. I think in his head he knows he's not fitter than you. He's not a better boxer than you. So the only real chance he's got is if he changes it into what he wants, which is a puncher's chance. Uh, if I catch you or you catch me, which um, yeah. anyone can, you know, knock anyone out with a, you know, the lads are a, a, a pro boxer, so he knows how to throw a punch. Um, how do you, in your own mind, in the heat of battle, say, okay, mate, I am not going to fight that fight. And I think we can put this into life as well. What what goes through your mind when someone calls you on like that? Yeah, so obviously at that moment there, you know, I, I could see him really getting agitated and <laughs> really wanting to have a go. But in my head, it's, it's, it's just all about being smart, really. Mm. Even though we're, we're in a fight... And you know, we we both want to win, but mm. it's it's not it's not it's not the case of just just slugging it out. It's it's a tactical warfare in a way. Mm. You know, um, I have to hit him and make sure that he's not hitting me back, and that's yeah. the name of the game, really, with boxing. It's just all about being smart and staying um, a few levels um, ahead of your opponent. And is. And I sort of saw it. There was a moment you sort of smiled, and and I wonder, 
Like, that, that is a psychological battle that you and him are having. He wants to have this big open war, and you're just saying, no, I'm, I'm cool, I'm cool, yeah. and this is my fight, and uh, yeah. I'm just going to box you my way, which I think psychologically will tire that person out as well. Like, men, I'm talking about a mentally tire them out. Um, and I bet you he was glad when the, when the final bell rang, because I think, you know, if, if, it, <laughs> if it had gone on any longer, you know, I think you would have sort of, uh, you, you, you know, you would have uh, really, really put some hurt on him. Um, do you sort of listen to any motivational speakers um, or anything like that? Um, I do. I listen to a lot on, on YouTube, you know, um, mm-hmm. especially when I'm in training camps. First thing yeah. I do when I wake up, I've, I've started doing... Um, I've started putting YouTube on and getting some motivational stuff on there for at least 10 minutes just while yeah. I'm in bed. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Sort of, you know, get, get my mind working, get myself yeah. in, the, in the right positive state. Um, I think, what's his name now? Um, to be honest, it's, it's not the, the, the names of the, of the, the speakers yeah. that I listen to. It's more... It's the message. Just, just, yeah, just the messages. Um, I think there's one guy, Tony Roberts. Possibly. Yeah, Tony Roberts. Tony yeah, Roberts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Tony Roberts. Yeah, yeah. I listened to him. Um, a few other guys there, just just to get me in the right state of mind before uh, another hard day of training begins. I are you aware of a guy called David Goggins? Yes, yes, I am. He's ah. the guy, <laughs> bald head. He's got a bald yeah, head. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's very, very good, very good, very good guy. It, it, no matter what your sport is or what you're doing in life or if it's business or it's, or it's professional boxing, the message that he sends out, I think everyone could do with listening to it. Um, he's always talking about, you know, uh, tighten, tighten the fuck up. And, he, and he's right. Do you know what I mean? Harden yeah. up a bit. Yeah. Le- learn to do, learn to love the things you hate. Now, um, you must be, uh, you know, you're in fantastic shape. Um, but still, you don't, just stay in shape because naturally you're in shape. Obviously there's a lot of hard work and dedication comes to it. Um, and uh, I've seen Pete Shepardson training a few boxes in, in the gym and the work those yeah. lads put in um, is next level fitness. Uh, talk about your camps and, and how hard they are on, on, on you. Um, yeah. The, the, the training cramps, the, the grueling, to be honest, um, <laughs> You know, it's it's normally around eight weeks of full time training where we'll yeah. do two to three sessions a day, you know. First thing on the morning, I wake up, have my black coffee, hitting the road about six, seven miles, you know, running whether it's yeah. whether it's raining, whether it's cold yeah. or whatever the weather so and then <laughs> from there, um breakfast, I'm in the gym for around three o'clock with my coach yeah. Imran Naeem. Yeah. You know, he puts me through a tough, tough session where we either do um, bag work, we do pads, you know, we, we do everything really a boxer does, skipping, shadow boxing. Yeah. And then also, I've got my strength and conditioning coach, um, Andrew Burton. Right. Where obviously there, it's all the, the, the weight lifting, you know, the, um, the, the jump squats, the, the box jumps. Um, but... After after everything after everything's done, end of the week, you know your body's just shattered. <laughs> You've got no energy left. Um, but I, I will say definitely the hardest part about the the session, the the training camps, is the hill sprints on a Sunday morning. Um, every Sunday morning, we normally we go to maybe Armsby Bank, Armsby Bank <laughs> um, incline. <laughs> yeah. um, we've been to Clay Bank, 
We've been to um, Redcar Beach, Sand Dunes. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's the that's the that's the hardest bit about the training camp, the hill sprints on a Sunday, one hundred percent. I do not look forward to them. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I know all of that area really, really well with sort of what I do in my sort of distance running world. Um, and there's just something about hills, isn't it? Hill, hills make yeah. a difference in fitness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and being hill fit and being gym fit, uh, I think, and I say this all the time to people, it, it's a different fitness. 100% it's a different fitness. Um, and, and especially in your world where what uh, when you start pushing into them later rounds, I think that's where it really, really, really pays dividend um, to, to fitness. Uh, are you doing anything sort of, I'm just wondering, training is always evolving and two fighters might train similar as in road work, running cardio, gym work, pads, skipping, um, and then strength and conditioning. But, I'm actually helping a friend of mine who's an MMA fighter at the moment. We're climbing sort of mountains and we're going over sort of um, scrambles late at night and we're sort of creating this new, completely different environment that she's not used to. Do you know what I mean? So she's stepping into something that she's never done before and and she's getting loads from it. Um, And I'm just wondering, is there anyone in the boxing world who's offering like a different, sort of different take on training that you know of? Um... At the moment, no, no, there isn't. There isn't anyone that I've heard sort of doing that that, that type of training. But it it sounds interesting, to be honest, especially I, just just for the mind, you know. So, well, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's what we're sort of doing is we're sort of saying, look, if two people are training the same way, what what's going to give them the edge? Do you know what I mean? But if you've done something that's a little bit different, or your training's been a little bit more sort of out of the norm. Then I think psychologically yeah. it gives you a, a couple of more percentage of an yeah. advantage. Obviously, there's the puncher's chance. You know, you could get knocked out. There's nothing you can do about that. You can either take a punch or, or you can't. You yeah. can't. You can't chain your chin, can you? Um, That's it. That's it. It, it, it. It's one of those. But I just thought, you know, with, with so much advances in in training and sort of um, the way it's going, I just thought I wonder if, if anyone else has done that in the boxing world. Um, your uh, your attributes and, and the way you're going on sort of LinkedIn, what are you hoping to do with, with your LinkedIn audience? Are you trying to sort of build sponsorship or what, what's the sort of thinking behind that? Um, I think it's just trying to build um, support overall, really. Um, just, just to get people following the journey. Yeah. Um, the, the more people seeing it, the more people getting involved. Obviously, sponsorship is a massive thing in in a in a boxer's life, professional boxing. Um, if I can get more sponsors on board, that would be great. Or just just generally getting the people of uh, Teesside and and all over the UK just 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 to back me, and I think that will give me even more motivation. You know, when when it's time to step in the ring, knowing that I've got these people behind me who are yeah, who are sending me good luck messages on the day, everything like that, it just gives you more energy. Yeah, no, it, it's it's good um, to build a, a good local uh, support base. Uh, where is it you train at the moment? You've mentioned your trainer a few times, sorry. And, and what what gym is it? And where where's that? At? If people want to find it, um, it's it's a Natural Progression Boxing Academy, and it's uh, based in Stockton Town Centre. Right, right, oh, so it's right. Not, it's not very not very hard to find. Um, Imran no. Naeem is doing a great job there. Yeah, and um, it'd be it'd be nice for people to come and check out the gym. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, 
sometimes boxing gets a bad reputation, but how many people has it helped sort of save? Do, do you know what yes. I mean? And give them, give them routine, give them structure, give them um, if they want to go pro or they want to be an amateur or they just want to do it for fitness and 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 a community. Um, yeah, I think it's important that people. Uh, carry on and, and support local businesses and get down to local boxing clubs. Um, what, how did you get into boxing from, from a very, very young age? Or Yeah, yeah, from a very young age. Um, I, was, I was 12 or 13 years old at the time. And for myself, I was always fit in school. Mm. I used to love rugby, um, cricket, you know, cross-country running. Yeah. Um, so I was naturally fit. I had loads of energy. And just one time, I just thought, you know what, let me... Let me go and try out like a boxer size session, you know, not yeah. not full contact boxing, just just yeah. for the fitness side, really. And from there, from then on, I really enjoyed the session. The coaches, um, they they recommended me to go and join a amateur boxing club in North Armsby, nice. in Middlesbrough ABC. And when I went there after the first session, I just never looked back. Really, I, I enjoyed it that much. And um, I spent ten years there, you know, as an amateur boxer, learning wow. the craft and. Traveling all over the country, boxing for England as well, and um, I, I just really enjoyed it. I, I really found the buzz for it. And it gives you something I think we all need is a community, doesn't it? It gives you uh, structure, and I feel like a lot of people uh, who are sort of lacking or, or, or you know missing something. I think boxing becomes almost like maybe it's a father figure to them and the people who sort of coach and help you progress and. And it gives you somewhere to put that uh, aggression and energy, doesn't it? Um, whether that 100%. be percent where you know, and end of the day, mate. If you're tired, you ain't got you ain't got energy for anything else, have you? Do you know what I mean? If yeah, you, yeah. If, if this is busy and the and the heart is busy, both mind and working together, then you're not thinking about anything else. You're just like ah, bosh in, in a rhythm, and it's almost a shame when I see, um, you know, boxing. Someone gets hurt or someone tragically dies. People are quick to jump on it and say, "Oh, it should be banned. It should be banned." It one hundred percent should no combat sport should ever be banned because it does it does so much more for society than it could ever yeah. be denigrated for. Um, you know, hundred percent. It's it's a great it's a great way to get people because I think when we've lost all of these community centres, it's almost like the MMA gyms, the boxing gyms, they've all become the new community centres. Um, oh yeah, yeah, they're all packed out now. Yeah, no, it's. It's uh, it's great to see. And do you sort of get involved um, with the youngsters coming through at your place, or are you just too busy with what you're doing? No, no, I always get involved. Um, I even I even like to go and watch them sometimes. Actually, yeah. you know, when they've got uh, bouts on, and it's just it's just it's quite inspiring for myself when I see when I yeah. see them putting the work in and how hard they're going at it. I think <laughs> you know what? I need to step my game up. These <laughs> these young kids are going to come and take the throne, you know, and. When they're old enough, and it's just good to watch, and it just reminds me of where sort of when when I started and um, how I was at that stage, and yeah. it's good to just reflect, you know. It's, it's good, yeah. You you've mentioned uh, I read on your profile you boxed for Team GB. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wow. 2000, 2014 to about two thousand and sixteen. Wow. Um, so. I, I was alongside the, the people like Joshua's, um, Nicola Adams. Wow. You know, Joshua Boatzis. Um, in, in Sheffield, I used to travel Monday to Friday and stay there. And um, it was hard sessions, just just like what, what it is now. Three sessions a day over there. In the morning, you do your run. You do yeah. your strength training. 
mid-afternoon and then you go back to, for your gym work. But it was a great experience. Um, I met so many good people. I, I learned a lot as well, you know, all the travelling. Um, I've been to a lot of countries where yeah. I was boxing against um, top internationals and it's all going to help me, you know, um, in, in, in my future. Oh, d- oh, definitely. Um, you've some, some big names there with some big, uh, some big futures. I know that much. Um, how did you get in with Team GB and, and sort of what do you think you've took away from that as a, as a sort of learning experience? Yeah, so with Team GB, um, you, you have to go through a trial basis where um, you enter the national championships and if you get to a, a good stage, the coaches will invite you to, um, to Sheffield where right. you do, you'll, stay, you'll stay there for maybe uh, two or three nights. Um, you, you, you train with the original team and you do all the sparring with them. So you, you really put to the test, you know, um, all, all eyes on you. So <laughs> and I, I went back and forth for about, I think it was four trips where they, they really test you, you know, mentally and physically. It, it was hard training, hard training. Um, but when, when I got that letter to say everything's all good and I'm, I'm, I've got my place, I was so happy, man. Do you think um, sometimes if you're the fittest man in the room, say you've been training at a certain club and you, you're the best person in there and then all of a sudden you're in this new environment and all of a sudden you're no longer the best boxer or the, or the fittest I think there's one or two ways you can you can take that, and obviously you've taken it as I need to I need to you know learn and, and progress. Or some people can be like, oh, you know, I just want to be top of the tree. Did you on yeah. your first session? Did you think I need to work harder, or were you like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm happy with my level, or does it make you think? You know, after my on my first session, I was just blown away, really, <laughs> just with with um, all the people around me. I was thinking I definitely need to step my game up if I want to be getting to the level where they're at. I need to watch them closely and see what they're doing and, and, and just perform. You know, this yeah. is my time and I need to step that game up. Um, we've, sort of, we've touched on it a bit. Um, conditioning for a boxer is, is crucial. Who, who would you say that you've sort of seen who you've thought, wow, un- unbelievably fit or can recover? I mean, I'm always blown away. Um, Ellis Corey, he used to train at the gym where I went to and, yeah, that yep. lad, that lad's engine room is just, do you know what I mean? It's just phenomenal. Um, so, have you ever seen anyone? Obviously, you're you're a super fit fella, but have you ever thought or seen anyone and thought, God, that what are they doing? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, a different level. Um, there is a, a a good friend of mine actually, Troy Williamson from Darlington. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, rockstar. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's another one who's the same. He's he's just another machine. You know what I mean? He works solid and. It's good having people like that around me, you know. Um, I can sort of use their energy as well to just propel me to the next level. And and are they doing all of the same sort of conditioning work that you you're doing, running up Rosby Top End and and Sand Jones? I mean, Sand Jones is awful. If anyone's ever run on sand before, it's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> If you yeah, think if, if you think you're fit, go and run along <laughs> Redcar Beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're it's fine. the worst, man! It's the worst. But yeah, um, most professional fighters now are following the sort of same system. Whereas mm. before, it was all about just hitting the road for you know long, long, long miles and mm. thinking that's the way to get your fit. But it's, it's changing now, where it's more scientific. You know, the strength and conditioning, then um, with the weights and and working on your power and speed, it's all coming in differently now. Um, you know, it's more more sprints. You know, hill sprints now 
instead of then the longer runs that are getting us to the level where we need to be. Yeah, no, that's a that's an interesting one, and I've and I've sort of heard people talk about um, sort of strength and, and punching power. Is punching power something you've either got or is it something you can gain? I think that there is natural born punches. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the likes of uh, obviously Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Um, them guys, you know, they, they could land one shot and it'd be lights out. Yeah. But um, um, like, like I was saying earlier with the, the way the training's going now, you know, the science mm. behind it, I think you can definitely develop that power now. Um, you know, you spend hours in the gym working on the perfect punch. And yeah. If your strength and conditioning coach is putting you the same work as well. You you can you can get that punch power hundred percent. Right, right. No, it's um, it, it it's interesting because I sort of um, when when I watch people talking about boxing, some people talk about volume boxes. Obviously, they're they're more about throwing throwing and landing than sort of looking for that one clinical sort of sort of punch. Um, almost like trying to point it point it all the way through, and obviously the yeah. the sort of throw a punch and, and and not get hit sort of approach. Um. Can you remember what it was like the first time you took a punch um, in, in, in a fight? The first time you fir- first hit, did you ever think to yourself, like, almost step back and go, oh, he's got a bit of power behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Um, my, my very first amateur defeat. All right, was, okay. Uh, yeah, one of the first time I lost as amateur, you know, I think it was my maybe fifth or sixth uh, fight. And um, this guy just hit me once, and it was in his it was in his backyard as well. So right. all his fans were there, yeah. screaming his name, and just gave him a lot of energy, you know. And he kept coming and coming, and I was thinking, how am I going to get this guy off me? You know what I mean? And that that experience really taught me a lot in myself. That you know, even though he was strong and he, he kept landing these powerful shots, I could I could just take them and and keep going and keep going. So even though I lost the fight, I, I learned mm. a lot from it. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's it, isn't it? Uh, learning from from a loss is is almost is is how you become better. You know, if you just win, winning, winning all the time, I, I don't know. People always say, don't they? You learn. It's hard to take a loss, but you learn a lot more from the loss. Uh, Definitely. What uh, do you ever sort of? I, I'm always interested when a fight that misses weight. It almost seems like it's something that should never happen, but. We've never happened. I've never had to make weight for something, so I don't want to sort of criticize anyone. How how hard is making weight, and do you sort of stay roughly where you are fighting wise? Um, to be honest, making weight is it, it is tough. It is very challenging. You know, mentally, mm. you 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 have to cut out the things that you <laughs> you love eating for about two months or or, or even longer. Sometimes, you know, yeah. depending where you're at. Um, we all like to eat, you know, the chocolate, <laughs> the sweets, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> but when you have to cut them out, you just have to do it. But it can be really tough man, mentally. And I, I found over the years um, coming through that uh, some some fighters, some people that they lost their love for the game mm. because of that issue. You know, um, really having to diet and having to starve themselves. But um, for myself, it, it was tough, especially in the amateurs as well. It mm. was very tough uh, making the way. To be honest, what what do you what do you normally walk around at? Um, I normally walk around like fifty-seven kilograms. Oh wow! And, and then and yeah. I, I, I box at um, around fifty-two kilograms. Oh wow! So, okay, so, yeah. Wow. So that's at least um, five kgs that I'm yeah. all, I'm always having to shift. You know, 
So naturally, yeah, wow, that's it. Can it can be really tough, you know, to bring it down? Yeah, no, I bet. Um, God, that's that's dedication. That honestly, on 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 a different level, I think, especially when you're sort of closing on a deadline as well. It's like I'm going to have to step on these skills, and I'm going to have the well, the the local or the world media sort of watching me, yeah, and then. For, for whatever it is, and, and is it done over a sort of uh, do you sort of start 10 weeks if you camp eight weeks? Do you start sort of 10? You know, you know, you're going to be having this fight, and you don't start on day one of camp one. You just what you do, just start a few weeks early, sort of getting it in. Yeah, yeah, you just it's just all about being disciplined, really. Um, starting maybe maybe a week before your training camp yeah. begins, you know, just, just to get yourself sort of in the, at the right at the right point, yeah, yeah, otherwise. You know, you're not gonna have no treats at all. So sometimes I, I like to I like to make sure that uh, my weight is at a good level before I start, just so I'm not too strict. Because yeah. sometimes that you you can fail at that. You know what I mean? If, if you're too strict with yourself, mm. um, you can just start to become a little bit unhappy in training camp. So it's good to leave a little bit of a gap. You know, maybe say one meal on a weekend. I'll I'll yeah. go for a Nando's or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, it just just keeps you right. You know. And uh, how do you find the support from people from uh, from the butter and tea side in Stockton? How do you, very passionate people, aren't they? Definitely, definitely they are. And I just want to say, you know, a massive thank you to mm. all the fans that um, that have been sort of getting behind my journey. You know, um, on Twitter, Facebook, everything, Instagram. Yeah. It's all coming. It's all coming together now. You know, when I started my journey, I can see the the numbers of of ticket sales. They're all yeah. going up as well social media following is, is going really well, you know. Um, I've got um, some, some amazing sponsors as well from Teesside. I just want to say thank you so much, you know, for, yeah. for helping me out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. Who, uh, from a vanity point of view, who, do you have any sort of other famous boxers who, who follow you or any sort of sports stars that you know of who follow you? Or? Um, trying to think. Um, there's there's a few a few guys from... Team GB, who I was with, ah oh, yeah, who have, cool. Who, who have really excelled now, you know, um, or on Sky Sports and, oh, nice. and they're, they're really doing the thing now. Um, but what one guy that I do really look up to is um, Joshua Boatsy. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah he's, he's probably yeah, he's got a massive future ahead. Um, he's probably going to be fighting for a world title maybe end of this year or next year. Um, we always try and keep in touch. Oh, um, cool. he, he's a big inspiration, definitely. That's that's fair enough. Uh, Joe, we're flying through this, mate. And uh, what I like to do is I w- I'd like to move on to the five watts. Um, this is always an interesting part of the show for me, uh, depending on, obviously, the guest and, and the background. But I feel like this is going to be a, a good one. Uh, first one, mate, what's the uh, what's the greatest advice you've been given? Uh, the greatest advice I've been given is tough times don't last. Um, tough people do. Exactly. And that's always stuck with me. That's always stuck with me. That's a classic, um, and, and and it's re- and it's relevant to what's going on now in the world. Do you know what I mean? It's where it's it's spot on. Tough tough people, absolutely. That's it. That's it. We just have to keep grinding away and keep going. Yeah, we're only forty five. We're only yeah, uh, we're only halfway up this hill, <laughs> and it's covered in sand. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, what's on your bucket list? Climbing. What's on your bucket list as a as a fighter and, a, and as an individual? Um, as a fighter on my bucket list is definitely to be um, world champion. I want to do be. that um, for myself, 
Yeah. I want to do that for my family, you know, and for the people of Teesside. And uh, of course, for the people back home as well, where I'm from, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Um, I want to bring a, a world title uh, back home. Mint, that, that'd be class. I used to, uh, back in the day, Joe, I was in the army and I used to be in the army with a guy from uh, sort of Zimbabwe. So uh, I know there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of passion, and there's a lot of pride, isn't there, to, to do well for That's the, it. For, for, your, for the, for the, for the, for the, uh, for the uh, for Zimbabwe. Um, third one, mate. What's been your toughest day? Um, my toughest day, I would say, toughest period was um, when I, I was originally training for the Olympic Games in um, Rio, two thousand and sixteen. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and obviously everything was sort of going going in the right path um, until obviously deadline day. You know, the coaches they have to pick only one fighter to go to the qualifiers. Oh. And unfortunately, I didn't get picked. Um, another fighter from Birmingham got picked. Um, who was a really good guy. I mean, he deserved the spot, to be honest. Um, but obviously, from then, I had to make a decision. Do I stay on the on Team GB for another four-year period? Or do I just uh, uh, call it a day and go look look for the next um, sort of step forward? And, you know, that, that time period there, it was really tough for me, knowing that I didn't make the games. And mm. But... Um, you know, it's going to make me stronger and I learned a lot from it. Nice. Uh, that's very honest. Very, fair play. Um, fourth one, mate. What's been your happiest day? Um, happiest day for myself, I'd probably say um, when, when my, my daughter was born. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, she was born. Um, she's, she's coming up five now. Oh, wow. Um, she's, uh, she, she really makes me happy. Um, you know, sometimes it's quite tiring, <laughs> chasing, chasing her about here and there. But I'd say the day she was born was probably the happiest day. Ah, class! That is class. Um, fifth, fifth, and final one, mate. What What's next? What's next for myself right now? Um, tight, my first title shot, definitely in twenty twenty. Nice. Um, we're we're gonna find out whether we're, we're um, signing a new contract or. Or, you know, looking to go yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. But um, 2020, we're going to see myself fighting for my first title shot, 100%. Nice one. Any, um, have you got, a t- is the title in mind? What's the title? What would be the title? Um, There's no title in mind just yet. Right. But I know there's the the English title is vacant at the moment. Nice. It's super flyweight. But there's uh, also a few sort of international titles that we could go for. You know, WBO international title. Oh, nice. or IBF international so it's just whatever opportunity presents itself and um, we'll look at it and we'll see what, what route is best for us who who sits on the top of the tree at your weight at the moment who's the top the top guy um, top guy at the moment um, super flyweight champion is um, chocolate, a guy called Roman Gonzalez right um, he he just beat um, Carl Yafai from Birmingham wow, wow. Um, really good fighter yeah, um, he's got a lot of experience, but by the time, by the time I get to the top of the tree, I think he'll be, yeah. he'll be gone. So ah, fair enough. <laughs> that, nah, fair that's enough. fair play. <laughs> fair enough. Hey, you you'll be the top guy. That's that's how you need to think, isn't it? You'll be the guy. Um, that's that's how it's gonna go. Um, definitely, lads, definitely. Hey, thank. Look, uh, we're coming to the very very end of it, and I just want to say, um, thanks very much for sort of giving us an insight into the world of of boxing I feel like I feel like the world of boxing and the world of business aren't a million miles apart you know what I mean like um, yep. 
there's, there's similarities that can be taken for, from both angles. You know, you can't always... You can't always win, and sometimes when you lose, you get more from the loss. Um, and and I sort of, you've got to sometimes learn to lose in style. Winning style and losing style is what someone said to me. Um, and don't and don't believe your own hype. Um, so before we close out, Joe, um, where can people find you uh, on social media, website, um, and etc. Go for the stars, mate. Yeah, um, anyone who's looking to, to follow the journey, you know, and to looking to keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, um, um, LinkedIn as well, you know, <laughs> every, everywhere, just as, as Joe Maposa. Um, and um, I need all the fans and all the, all the support possible, so please reach out, guys. Brilliant. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's been Smoking Joe. Um, mark my words, he'll it, get to the top. Um, and if you've not seen him fight YouTube uh, and soon he'll be on Sky Sports and he'll be, he'll be fighting for the big titles. And it's always Definitely. good to see um, it's always good to see people from the area, from the North East, do, doing really, really well. Um, Joe, thanks very much for your time. And uh, I'll get this podcast out ASAP. And uh, no doubt, I look forward to meeting you in person, mate. No, I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for having me on anyways, John. Really Cheers, appreciate mate. it also. Thanks, man. Thank you Cheers very now. much. Bye-bye. Bye.